The message you are about to listen to is from the Household of David Mercy Conference 2023, themed Lights. As you listen, the entrance of God's Word will bring light and understanding to you. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Are you excited? It's obvious. Are you expectant? If you are, your amen will be louder. Praise the Lord. Again, it's an honor to be here. I want to sincerely honor and appreciate God's servant. Can we please celebrate Pastor Shola Oshuma Kinde and our dear mama. One more time, please honor the Lord and prepare your hearts to receive. Tell him you are ready tonight. He said, even the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God. And he said, they that hear him shall live. And so if the dead can hear him, how much more are they living? Ask him to speak to you tonight. Your spirit is open to receive the engrafted word with meekness. Thank you, Father. Speak to us tonight. Mm. We give you praise. We give you glory. We honor you. We magnify your name. We bless you, Father, for honoring us with your presence. Thank you for bringing us into depths. Depths of intimacy. Depths of life. Depths of glory. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to walk with you and to interact with you at the deepest core of your being. We bless you. We love you. And we ask again that tonight you take the glory, even as lives and destinies will be changed in Jesus' precious name. Amen. You may be seated. Let's, let's begin with um, some scriptures. You know when Pastor Victoria was ministering, I started seeing a vision. And I saw pigs running as though they were let loose. And I asked the Holy Ghost, what meant this? And the Holy Ghost told me, like it was done to the madman of Gadara. He said, many destinies have been recovered tonight. Yeah. Amazingly, what I wanted to share are the things she sang. You know, I told us in the morning, the third level of operating in light is to walk in light. And when you walk in light, you become one with that which you have received. It's different from following and it's also different from receiving. When you start walking in, there is a submerging that takes place that makes you become one with that which you've received. And she began to sing it and began to prophesy. Don't take these words for granted. People will leave this conference and strange things will happen to them. Lives will be changed, destinies will be transformed, and men will be taken to higher realms of authority and glory because we just traveled to a higher pedestal in the spirit. Our lives will not be the same again. We began to study in the morning, and I looked at um, a few emphases. I'll do a recap for 10 minutes. And then I'll delve into the business of the night. 
in the morning i wanted to attempted to show us our three fold dealing with light i said when you route through scriptures there are three major interactions you have with light i said the interaction you have with light is for you to arise in isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1 he said arise shine for thy light is come and so your shining is not a function of the presence or of the absence of light your shining is a product of your rising up at the kairos moment so it is the interaction between you and the light that comes to you that provokes the shining thought experience and so the first interaction we have with light is to rise up and to engage it and i said the second interaction we, you ha we have with light is to follow light to walk in the order of light and that's what pastor shola began to share beautifully a moment ago when he was trying to emphasize love as one of components or dimensions of light and so when a man follows light he is instructed he is schooled and he is taught to domesticate within himself the order the protocol and the laws that exist in the realms of light because you will come to realize that light is a civilization when light comes there are things that happen and so there are laws there are operational modalities and systems that takes place when light comes and so jesus speaking in john 8 12 he said i am the light of the world he said whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but we have the light of light and so these two dimensions helps you to either come out of darkness or to escape darkness as beautiful as they are they are not good enough and so there's a third realm the third realm is for you to become one with light and that's what first john meant when he said in verse 7 chapter 1 verse 7 he said if we walk in the light if we walk so this one is a choice you choose to walk in light and when you begin to walk in light you become an offspring of light and so first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 5 the bible said you are children of light light becomes your habitation and your reality and when you become light you no longer try to run from darkness when you become light you actually shine forth in darkness darkness becomes your platform for he said the light shines in the darkness when you follow light you will not walk in darkness when you arise you will leave the atmosphere of darkness but when you become light darkness becomes an opportunity for you to manifest because you will shine so darkness becomes the reason why your glory will be made manifest but in order for us to interact with this truth we needed to look at the dynamics because the man who knows how is superior to the man who knows what and so when you know what 
it's important to also know how and then when you know how in order to remain accurate you also need to know why because if you know how and you don't know why you may abuse how and so we looked at the dynamics and as an attempt to study the dynamics i said first we had to do definition of terms so we know what light is and then having done definition of terms we had to look at the character of light and so in definition we said four simple things about light that all of us here know probably but have not really applied in our daily lives and i said the first definition of light from the context of scripture is that life is the essence of god life is the immaterial yet undeniable visible essence of god god is spirit you can't interact with god you can't touch god so every time you make contact with god the only possibility for that to happen is that god decide to cover himself with that which we can interact with and that which he covers himself with is what we call light this is why first john 1 5 said this is the message that we have received from him that god is light if you want to touch me now you may have to make contact with me so i'm clothed with flesh but god is not clothed with flesh god is clothed with light and so every time you touch light you touch god if you understand this when a verse of scripture comes alive you will know you did not increase in knowledge you increased in god if you don't know this a scripture might break open to you and you will think you've gained more knowledge if all you gained was knowledge then you are growing to become a theologian but because what breaks out of scripture is the essence of god when you receive it you now carry more of god and so a point comes as light begins to come into you when people see you you now begin to resemble god so what light comes to do is to make you become a visible manifestation of the invincible god and so when men want to see god they will no longer seek a cloud they will seek men that have touched him and so when men show up god shows up but for you to grow in that order you need to understand that the light you interact with or the light you interact with is the essence of god this is why we have boldness when understanding comes to us because we know these are not just information this is actually god crystallized into our spirit man because light is god number two we said light is spiritual because god is spirit because light is spiritual every time you make contact with light you become a ruler over the natural realm because the spirit realm is superior to the natural realm this is why a man may be poor having no food to eat and suddenly light comes into his spirit and he hears you shall lend to many nations and you shall not borrow there's no money in his account nobody promised him anything but he begins to celebrate and you look at him you said brother are you okay you will lend to many nations how much do you have in your account it's no longer about what is in my account it's now about what is in my spirit because a spiritual substance has come and because the spirit is superior to the natural just give it time the natural must align this is what god did when he spoke to abraham he said you shall be the father of many nations indeed shall the nations be blessed 
this was an important man the wife was barren but light has come and light is spiritual and so whether bio biology anatomy physiology or biochemistry it no longer matters the study of menopause no longer matters the study of barrenness no longer matters the baby can be carried in the womb or outside the womb but by all means a baby must manifest and so when god talks like that you no longer need a womb you no longer need a man that is fertile light itself becomes fertility because he has the power to make the natural to conform in fact god wanted to manifest the excellency of light and he went to a virgin and he said you shall be with child and the virgin asked an innocent question when i study the protocol of the natural realm when i study the biological intertwining with the natural i know that a woman can only be pregnant when she meets with a man i'm a virgin how shall these things be and he said the holy ghost shall come upon you the power of the highest shall overshadow you so even though biology and sexual intercourse is the natural gateway when light comes light is superior to the natural and so the natural we have no choice but to give way because light is spiritual number three we say light is an effulgence of life every time light comes it means life has been supplied because the bible said in john 1 4 in him was life but the way men receive that life is through light the bridge between god and man that transfers the god life into the human vessel is called light and so every time you receive light you receive more of life and so as life begins to increase on your inside the quality of your existence begins to change because the quality of your existence is a function of your life order no matter how you train a baboon a baboon cannot do what a man does in fact a two-year-old child is more intelligent than the most intelligent baboon regardless of age regardless of experience the wisest baboon cannot make a statement or a sentence the whole intelligence cannot provoke speech because speech is not credited to the life force of a baboon but when you begin to receive life something happens the elements of god the life of god the dimensions of god begins to travel in your direction and so suddenly you discover class begins to change you know humankind takes pleasure and and pride in the kind of people they relate with but some of us who interact with life thank god for my meeting with the governor but there's somewhere superior to the governor when i begin to receive life i begin to participate in the courts of heaven the holy ghost becomes my friend the angels begin to minister to me because now they know that the same life that is in the father is the same life that is at work in me and because life has become the same what the father experiences i can experience and what the father does i can do this is why jesus said i am going to the father john 14 12 greater works than this shall ye do how can you dare imagine to do greater than jesus did when you have the life of jesus you can do what jesus did and when the apostles began to display it they didn't just lay hands on people jesus lay hands on people when peter began to study life he said come on. if jesus was laying hands that that's what he wanted to do i am in that class now so anyone me i want to do i can do and so instead of laying hands peter began to lay shadow and the same result that laying of hands was doing shadows began to do because we have come into the same economy what he does we do 
what he can do we can do because he has credited to us the force that produces it and when paul heard about it is he according as it is written they believe and have spoken we having the same spirit of faith we believe and therefore we speak you will use shadow if you are using shadow you have to be there so let me invent a technology that does not need me to be there and so paul used handkerchief and they thought it was sweat on the handkerchief paul now gave them the handkerchief go and put it on a demon possessed that was when we discover that it's not only sweat that rests on the handkerchief when a man of understanding uses handkerchief more than sweat rests upon it because the handkerchiefs and the aprons of paul began to cast out devils and began to heal the sick what did they know you are sweating because of the response of the animal life but you no longer have only the animal life you now have the zoe life and so if sweat is a product of the animal life what is the product of the zoe life is the anointing of the holy spirit is that you have an anointing on your inside you have no need for any man to teach you for that anointing teaches you one thing so if sweat is the byproduct of the animal life there is something supernatural that is the byproduct of the zoe life and when paul knew it paul started sending handkerchief and handkerchief how did the demons know who told the demons that there was something on the handkerchief no announcement was made but when a supernatural thing shows up every being in the spirit realm knows and so Paul's handkerchief was casting out devils somebody will leave this conference and when you remove your clothes even the dry cleaner you are sending it to you say you are blessed hear this the dry cleaners are blessed to wash our garments they are blessed because it's not sweat that is on it much more than sweat rested on that garment much more much more because there is life on our inside and the more we receive light the more that life grows so at a point the life was at your ankle level you have to speak in tongues pa, 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 before the life grows but you are receiving more you are receiving more it grows to your waist it grows to your neck and then it becomes a river that you swim in and so a point shows up that when you enter a place even without talking the atmosphere begins to change because the thing is an overflow it's an overflow it's a river and it flows everywhere how can a christian be afraid of demons you are living in a house you need to spread around that house and pour oil and bring anointing oil from lagos you bring water from elisha to pour around you and you are in that house if that is your level of understanding that's good but grow fast grow fast because the house that we are in demons don't come there the bible said there was a time jesus was preaching the whole house was filled they tore the roof and dropped a sick person in front of they knew if you enter the house where jesus lived solution must come where you stay is the embassy of heaven demons don't come there because god dwells on your inside but it will take light it will take light because light communicates the life of god when you see the quality of a man's life it's a revelation of the quality of his light when your light change your life will change it's a natural protocol and finally we say light carries the glory of god is tied to the light that comes out of god's realm the bible said in ezekiel 1 27 and 28 when he saw the light that looked like an amber color he said it was the similitude of the glory of god and so every time the glory of god manifests it manifests in form of light and so light 
are capsules that convey the glory of God. So light is not just information. It is God. It is spirit. It is life. And it is glory. And so when you come to a conference like this, don't come to receive information and go back. Come to catch God. Come to catch glory. Come to catch life. And come to catch spirit. So when you go out, your life of necessity must change. But I said there are three ways to interact with this light. Number one is to arise. And we say, how do you arise? There are two ways. Either you go for it or you catch it when it comes. I said to go for it, you have to press. When we are praying, when we are fasting, when we are studying, our goal is not to quote scriptures. Theologians quote scriptures. Even the devil himself quotes scriptures. When we are studying, when we are praying, when we are pressing, we are waiting for light to break out. Because Isaiah 34, 16, he said, Search ye out of the book of the law and read. He said, None of these things shall fail. He said, My mouth has spoken it, and my spirit, it has gathered it. And so when we are opening scriptures, or when we are pressing in the spirit, we know that God dwells there. We know that light dwells there. And so our pressing is to apprehend more light. And when we catch that light, it shows. Because when you catch truth, the sign is not that your knowledge increases. When you catch truth, the sign is that you are free. He said, thou shalt know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The difference between the knowledge of physics and biology and the knowledge of God is that physics increases your information, but the knowledge of God brings you liberty. The sign that you have caught it is freedom. And so I said, one of the ways to arise is to press into God, to keep pressing and gaining more of God. But I said, it's also possible that it can be sent to you. And I said, when it is sent to you, there is a way you catch it. I said, the first way you catch it is by faith. He said, the word that was preached to them is the same that was preached to us. He said, but it didn't profit them because it was not mixed with faith. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. And so when the word of God comes to you, you don't treat it or relate with it like an information given to you from a textbook in the university. When the word of God comes to you, you catch it and you begin to act on it as a sign that you have received it. I said the second way you receive light is with joy and thanksgiving. He said in Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3, He said, with joy shall ye draw out waters from the wells of salvation. Many don't know how to receive. As the worship is going on, the spirit is moving and they are just, mm, mm, this is good. This is wonderful. You will do wonderful and go back home. Wonderful. The word of God is going on. They are looking at you well. Mm, he speaks well. He has some boldness. Mm, this is, wow, God is helping young people nowadays. <laughs> Thank you for your commendation. But that commendation has no power over cancer. But men who have understanding, when God is speaking, they are looking for what to catch. As he comes, hey, glory to God, I got that. And they catch it. They catch it with joy. As they celebrate it, their spirit opens and absorbs it. And a point comes, they will discover they are becoming one with what they received. You don't receive the word of God lackadaisically. You celebrate the word of God to receive it. As you celebrate it, your spirit opens. 
because your spirit is the antenna he's searching he's searching god is speaking and he said i'm raising a warrior i'm raising a warrior others are nothing you jump up and say i am the one i receive it and before you know it you are going home somebody is demon possessed and you look upon the person and the demons go out you are not checking yourself what happened something entered you and that thing is sensitive to demons you are sitting they say god is about to raise a millionaire and you are saying wow that's good uh-huh that's good my god god is raising a millionaire yes i'm that one and it's in dollars it's in pounds that's how you receive the word as you do that your spirit opens you begin to draw from the wells of salvation you begin to draw this is why people are full of information but they have no manifestation because they are reasoning with the word at a rational level but those who are spiritual they know how to let the word enter their spirit as god is speaking they are catching they are catching they are celebrating they are jumping they are receiving and before they know it that word begins to seep out of their spirit and their lives begin to change and people are wondering what happened god happened to me god happened hallelujah is somebody excited already if you are give the lord a shove praise god and so how do you arise you arise by pressing into and you also arise by receiving receiving with faith receiving with joy receiving with thanksgiving the bible said in acts chapter 2 verse 46 and 47 it said daily they broke bread together rejoicing praising god and thanking and it said daily god added to the church such as should be saved daily god added why because they were receiving with thanksgiving they were receiving with thanksgiving jeremiah 13 19 he said out of them shall proceed the voice of thanksgiving and the sounds of me me melody and he said i will multiply them if there's no thanksgiving there can be no multiplication i will multiply them and there shall not be few i will increase them and there shall not be small why because out of them come on i will multiply them you looked at me last year you said wow god is helping this man when you see me the next year you will bow because it's from glory to glory it's from level to level it's from power to power some 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 look at you and they want to wear you they are asking questions so they will use the answers they get to wear you they don't know that before they get that answer you have moved because god is a continuum while they are researching you are moving while they are researching they are moving a point now comes they will have a, a, a document of the research they've done about you but they will discover they are backward because the next time they turn you are in the mountains of god we ascend the highest mountain is the mountain of the lord by 
by the word, by the spirit, we are sent. It's the mountain of the Lord, by the blood, by the word, by the spirit. Somebody hear this. Tell yourself, tell yourself. I'm going upward and forward only. Hear this. We don't go up and down. Somebody looked at me and said, Wow. Some of you are the men of the season. You are the men of the moment. I said, We are not the men of the moment. We are the men of eternity. It's always. It's not about to stop. It's not about to change. It's just getting better. We are just getting started. We are just getting started. We didn't appear to disappear. We appear to shine and to shine for. for a moment my God sometimes when I meditate on this in my room I go mad <sighs> you know you have all the freedom when your doors are locked when this thing hits you in the room you just stand up you start running you start jumping and you will oh my words have had more prophecy from me than the body of Christ have told my war we will shake this world we will take over it's from glory to glory before men judge us we've gone ahead those who are hoping we will fail they will repent they will apologize they will be embarrassed don't go lying down and say lord look at me what will happen no 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 as he is so are we in this world Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I cannot die but live to proclaim the goodness of the Lord. And hear this. When you are saying it, you are not psyching yourself. Because those are capsules of light. And light is what? God. Light is what? Spirit. Light is what? Life. Light is what? Glory. So when you are saying it, you are not psyching yourself. This is not motivational speech. This is a way of fueling yourself with more of God, with more of God, with more of God. And then the point comes, you become a visible theater that reveals the excellencies of God. I prophesy over someone, this is the worst version of yourself you will ever see. <laughs> Sit down for a moment. And so you press into light or you receive light. But that's one level. The second level is to follow. And so light becomes a set of instructions to you. It becomes principles to you. And so you are following. You rise up. You feel bitter about someone. And light tells you, no, you can't do that. And then even though the person is unreasonable, you forgive the person quickly. Because you are following something. And what you are following is teaching you from another syllabus. Somebody slanders you and you want to slander back. And light say, no, don't do that. 
The reason is because your tongue is a gateway of blessings. You can't afford to bring out salted water from your tongue. That tongue should bring out pure water. And so if you allow this person manipulate you to turn your tongue to an instrument of slander, it may take a long time for that tongue to be refined. And so instead of responding, life will tell you, be still. Be still. And then you hold yourself. You want to explode with anger. Mm, mm, mm. But if you know that a spirit is teaching you, a spirit is guiding you, and you are following a spirit, sometimes you lift your hand and you will hold it. Mm, mm, mm. It's called following. Following. You will walk into society. People are naked. Every other person is entering one immoral relationship or the other. Something stirs up in your, in, your, in your flesh. And you want to go. And life say no. That's not our order. Even though the lady came to your house. And is willing to go to bed with you that night. Life say no. If you can't stop yourself. You will carry your car and run away from home. You will go and sleep somewhere. Until those propensities die. When they die you will come back. You say I'm sorry. Life will begin to teach you the bridges you need to burn. And you will burn them forever. A point will come, you will discover that refinement is taking place. Refinement. Your heart can no longer hold someone. Your heart can no longer bear grudge. Your tongue can no longer speak evil. It's called the followership principle of life. This is what Paul knew. And he said in Romans chapter 8 verse 2, The law of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. And when that law set him free, he said the earnest expectation of creation waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. And so the sons of God are not male or female. The sons of God are those who are led, led by the spirit. The sons of God are those who are conditioned by the law of life. The sons of God are those who have become like him. Because life has worked on them. Life has worked on them. And so you may be in Lagos, but you are not a Lagosian. No. You are not a Lagosian. Don't let anybody put a label on you. You are not a Lagosian. The spirit is still taking you somewhere. When you arrive there, you will know your tribe. You will know your tribe. You will know your tribe. Some of us, we join in the spirit until when we align. The person standing in front of you in eternity, you will tap him and say, excuse me, sir. When he turns, he will tell you, I am poor. That's your order. You are the keepers of the scrolls of God. Some of you, you will walk into eternity and when you tap the person in front of you, he will turn and tell you, I'm Elijah. And then you know you are a carrier of fire. Some of you, when you enter eternity, you will tap the person. He will turn and say, I am Deborah. Some of you, they will turn and say, I am Enoch. And so when you come down, you will tell yourself, I am in Lagos, but I'm not a Lagosian. I came from another realm. I came from another dimension. I came with a witness from another realm. I'm not of this world. I came from where I've been led to. Because as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So light comes to lead us. This is why we can't compete. This is why we can't envy. Ten of us can be apostles. Some are teachers. So they are teaching apostles. Some are prophetic apostles. So why one is excavating scripture? The other is seeing visions in the spirit. I will not drop my tool to copy the other person. No. We are of different order. And so when life comes and light begins to shine, it begins to show you the path. So your steps become circumspect. 
sometimes he will tell you to go on 10 days fast as you finish 10 days fast he says read the new testament for 14 days as you read it it tells you go back to a fast it tells you stay indoors for three weeks all that is happening is installation process installation mantles are coming graces are coming dimensions are opening but it's only light that can diagonize your spirit and bring the specification that is necessary for the mantle to rest so the leading is not necessarily to a location is to a being because when the holy ghost leads you you become a son yes you will get to a location but over and above the location you will become and so when you come out your manifestation will be a sign of where you've gone to this is why it's a waste of time to ask, ask people how old are you it's not about how old are you it's where have you been because if you enter somewhere and you read the scrolls of enoch when you are talking you are as old as the seventh man that walked on the earth i was telling them in the morning the bible said abraham wanted to go to war and instead of training soldiers abraham carried servants servants that are slaves servants that are without boldness servants that lack military training you are taking just 318 to confront not one king not two kings not three kings four kings you carry servants but what did abraham know the bible said abraham divided himself he, he multiplied abraham into them and so the people who went to war were no longer 318 servants plus the original abraham they became 319 abrahams and remember one abraham is the father of all nations so when 319 abraham shows up even the whole world can't shout there are many technologies in the spirit i told them in the morning when you study the davidic order david was a warrior david was a prophet david was a psalmist david was a scribe david was a king david was a father and david was a poet one man seven homes and so when 400 broken and battered men came to david david didn't need a military school david began to use his harp and open portals portals dimensions he said by my harp i utter dark sentences so the harp of david was not only for song it was for journeys and when david connected those broken men with the angelic order they became warriors warriors they say adoni the s knight oh yeah you need to hear credentials adoni the s knight even the prince among the tacomites he said he took a spear oh my god and challenged an army a garrison of an army eliezer the son of dodo he took a weapon and he said he slew 800 men how can one man fight 800 men that means that man's match are not men if you want to fight that man bring angels because that's where he learned his battle from he fought until his hands became cleaved to the sword he couldn't open it it took many days for the hand to open so the 800 men were not a match for him it was when he killed them that he became ready to fight so the hand couldn't open because that was when the spirit of battle came upon him you now 
You will come to the camp of David and you are counting his warriors. You say one, two, three. You are a joker. One is 800. Another one is 700. Another one is 500. So when three men come from David, better be counting 2,000. Because you are the one counting three. In the spirit, the reality is a multiplication. He said David desired to drink water from the well that was in the garrison of the Philistine. And he said three men stood up. Three men broke through a garrison. One was fetching water, two were fighting. And when they finished fighting, one was bringing the water, two were fighting. When they showed up, they defied the garrison. If David allow you, it's because he's pitying you. If three men, three men from the camp of David can bring down a garrison, it means if David allows you, he's pitying you. No wonder he fought 66 battles. He lost none. Because there were frequencies that they were following. You don't know where your destination is in the spirit. If you will follow light, you will be shocked that when men write you off, that's when you are about to begin. The Bible said, widows, widows receive their dead back to life. Women who were widows became specialists of raising the dead. Widows in a world where women had no rights. But when you see light, your gender ceases to define you. When you see light, your race ceases to define you. When you see light, human limitations ceases to define you. And so where they put Samuel, where they put Jephthah, where they put David, that was where they put those women. It's a time we fail me to speak of Gideon, to speak of Barak, to speak of Jephthah, Samuel, David, and the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms obtained righteousness, shut the mouth of lion, put to flight the armies of the alien. Weak men were made valiant in battle. Weak men. And he said, even women received their dead back to life. So women were numbered among prophets and warriors. So your limitation is not gender, it's lack of light. When you follow light, you will enter a destination where gender will have not enough credential or credence to define you your limitation is not age did you not read about Deborah the strangest battle only one man fought like Deborah one in the whole of scripture he said when Deborah was fighting against Sisera he said the stars were fighting from their constellation how do you command the stars to become part of your army? What did she know? There are realms that we have not explored because we've not journeyed with light. There are virgin dimensions in God waiting for the body of Christ to step into. We are wasting our time gossiping, competing, fighting ourselves over dimensions that have already been trapped. The only person that matched the border in that order was Joshua. He said Joshua stood up. And he said, let the sun remain upon the mountains of Ajalon. Let the moon remain upon the valley of Gibeon. And he said, the sun did not make haste to go down. And he said, there has never been a day like that. Never or neither would there be the day that God hacked. Hey. The day that God obeyed the voice of a man. 
because he caught something in the spirit. The institution of light, the civilization of light, is the mystery that secures the body of Christ. And so a generation must rise and journey after light. No wonder Psalm 119 verse 105 said, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and is a light unto my path. Job said, As I was in the days of my youth, when the secrets of God was upon my tabernacle, he said, By light, I walked through darkness. By light, by light. There is no darkness that can defy you if you will allow light to lead you. Ah! dimensions but that's not where the gospel is that is a preamble to the gospel because the gospel is not about taking you to dimensions the gospel is about making you become the dimension that's where the good news begins from that you are not stepping somewhere that you have become the somewhere the men of old had God walk through them mightily they had God lead them what then is the difference between us and them what is the difference between you and david god let him he caught things in god what is the difference between you and elijah what is the difference between you and moses the difference between us is that in them god was walking through them but in us god is not only walking through us we are also walking through god because we have become the dimensions that God himself represents. This is why men like Benson, the host of blessed memory, will tell you, if God doesn't move you, you move him. Because you are not just waiting for the motions. You have become the motion. These are the realms that the gospel brings us into. And so in order for you not just to receive light, in order for you not just to be led by light, but to walk in light and to become light, the first thing that must happen to you is your consciousness must change. And I will show you a few scriptures that were designed to change our consciousness. Because what they were entering into God to seek has now been put on our inside. So we are not entering God to explore things in Him anymore. Everything about God has been planted in our inside. So we pull it out now. Our consciousness has to change. That the things we are looking for are not in heaven. They are inside us. 
That is the strange revelation of the gospel. But it will never become until your consciousness change or changes. He said that the communications of your faith becomes effectual, becomes profitable, becomes a force that produces results by the acknowledging of everything that is in you. So when the gospel comes, thank God for the exploits of Elijah. But we are no longer calling down fire from heaven. We are releasing fire from our spirits. Thank God for the dimensions of Moses. We are no longer parting the Red Sea. We are walking on the water. Why? 1 John 4.17 As he is. Moses can't say that. Elijah cannot say that. As he is, so are we in this world. And so when you want to live, the way you live now is not to follow somebody. It's to copy and paste. When you see anything in Christ, you thank God for it and you begin to manifest it. When you see that Christ laid hands on the sick, wow, so this is how we should deal with sickness. Thank you, Father. I've learned a new technology. You wear your suit, you go out and you begin to lay hands on the sick. Because as he is, so are we. Now, in the Old Testament, they read scrolls to memorize it. In the New Testament, we read scrolls to leave them. And so when I see that Jesus cast devils, and I show up, and somebody is demonized, I'm not going to call the prophet. I pocket my hand and I say, in the name of Jesus, as he is, so am I. Come out! You begin to do exactly what he says and what he does because now you are no longer journeying to a place you have arrived when you came into christ you arrived every location because christ is the totality of locations in the spirit as you have come into christ you are in every location now all you need to do is to replicate it but for that to happen it must come to you by revelation that as he is so are you we honor all men but we don't envy anybody because the best amongst men has become one with us. This is why Paul said, this is the mystery of the age. He said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You were hoping for it. The moment he entered you, that hope became actualized. And so everything you are looking for, is already on your inside. Your job is now to copy and paste. Is to build the consciousness that this is who you are now. When you are fasting, you are not fasting to arrive somewhere. When you are praying, you are not praying to arrive somewhere. We are, you are praying to become aware of who you are and where you are. The moment that awareness comes, you begin to work it out. This is why some of us, you can't threaten us. We honor people because it's a virtue. But if you make the mistake of thinking you can intimidate us, you are a joker. Somebody told me the other time, they said, somebody was swearing that you are finished. I said, I won't pray about it. If I pray about it, I honor that speech. I don't pray about such things. Because we don't finish. We become. You don't threaten Jesus that is finished. And he goes to pray. I am finished. I start asking, how am I going to finish? You have to teach me how people like us finish. Because as he is, so are we. I don't pray about such things. You don't manipulate me. Sometimes I want to go for a meeting and then demons come and put fear. I wake up. I say, well done. You are doing your job. Let me go and do mine. The devil 
not give me prayer point. Did you not read about Jesus? Jesus was traveling. There was a storm. He knew. He still went ahead. And he was sleeping. When the storm came, Master, carest not thou that we perish. He stood up. Oh, ye of little faith. He woke up and said, Peace be still. I knew you were there, but I came. Because I'm bigger than the storm. Devils, demons, don't give us prayer point. There was a time when I prayed about it. And if you are there, it's good. Keep praying. But there's a higher realm in Christ. Where demons don't make you pray anymore. When you pray, it's because you are loving God. Or like Victoria said, you are possessing nations. I don't pray because it, I had a dream. I don't pray because somebody told me something. I woke up, I had a dream. I said, well, I'm awake now. Let's live reality. This is the gospel. As it is, so are we. Jesus said, if you step on any deadly thing, it shall by no means. He didn't say it shall not hurt you. He said it shall by no means. That means there's no technology yet that shall bring you harm. They've not found that technology in the demonic realm to bring harm to you yet. It shall by no means. He said if you drink any deadly thing, himself called it deadly. That means it kills but what is working in you now is superior to death. Because 2 Timothy 1.10 said, He has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And so even though it is called a deadly thing, when he enters you, it becomes an appetizer. But it's a consciousness. It's a consciousness. People are coming to church, doing rituals. Their consciousness levels are not changing. This is why you read the Bible. You are reading the Bible now to see how Jesus thinks or taught. And to see how Jesus lives or lived. When you see it, you replicate it. And if it becomes real to you, you will be shocked how you will become the Jesus of your generation. That's why he didn't send us out as preachers. He sent us out as witnesses. Prove me right. You are the one to prove to the, to the atheist that the Bible is not a historical document. The atheists are trying to discredit the Bible. When they try, Come back and show them what Jesus did. Because Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The question is, how will Christ be the same today? Because Christ is no longer in the world. What will make Christ the same today is the witness that he sent. And so when they tell you, Jesus didn't raise people from the dead, you say, no need for argument. Where is the dead person? If one rises now, the argument ends. They say, Jesus, never heal the sick. That is psychology. Where are the sick? When the sick becomes healed, the Bible becomes true. So you are the witness. You are the exhibit. You are the proof that everything that was said about Christ was true. This is why Jesus made sure that as he is, so are you. So that the things he did, you can do. So that the things he said, you can validate. Because if it is not so, it will be possible to discredit him. This is the consciousness that the believer should have. Today you find Christians making worldly musicians their role models. Worldly. Worldly musicians, their role model. Whereas you were called to live the life of God. You were called to manifest Jesus to your generation. But it has not yet become your consciousness. When it becomes your consciousness, you will know what you were called to do. 
He said, you are a royal priesthood. A chosen generation. God's special people called forth to manifest, to showcase the virtues of Christ. And the way you do it is to build the consciousness that as he is, so are you. The second thing he said was that you are the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 He said he made him that was without sin to become sin for us that we will not be declared righteous. That's one level. In Romans 5.17 He said we receive the gift of righteousness but he migrated from there. He said we are the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God is not right living. Right living is a byproduct of the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God is the rightness of God. And the rightness of God is power. And I explain it to you. The reason God is always right is because anything God says becomes. If God looks at you and says you are dark, the moment he's saying it, you are dark. That's why he can't make mistakes. Because everything he says, that's what it is. Or that is what it becomes. When God looks at you and says you are tall, even if you were one inch, you will long up. So he can't make mistakes. So when he declared you his righteousness, he conferred upon you the authority to create change. If you don't know that you are the righteousness of God, things can go wrong around you. I tell my friends, things don't happen to us. We make things happen. Because even when the devil programs something to happen to us, we change it. We change it. Not because we are preachers, but because we know that we are the righteousness of God. And so you come to your home, something is going wrong. You say, in the name of Jesus, I change it. It's not a ritual. You don't need to call for a meeting to do it. In the name of Jesus, I change it. It changes and it settles. Your son is complaining of high blood pressure, of stomach upset. In the name of Jesus, I change it. Because as the righteousness of God, you cause things to align with God's standards. As the righteousness of God, you make things to become how they should be if God is present. So when he credited that into your spirit, he gave you an authority to change things. At your job, they are ganging up against you. Hey, You just enter your room. When you are done with your praise and your spirit is charged, you now begin to give instructions. You begin to give laws. You begin to give legislation. In the name of Jesus, they are scattered. Oh yeah. See, that's why the things we do, we must understand them. When we were celebrating a moment ago, dancing, we were not doing it because we were excited. Yes, we were excited, but it's deeper. The Bible said when they shouted, the walls of Jericho sank. You know what that means? When we are praising God, we are unveiling our enemies. We are breaking the defenses of our enemies. So our praise is not a song that makes us dance. It's a strategy of breaking the defenses of our enemy. And that's not all. If we want to fight, when their defenses collapse, we can fight. But in case we don't want to fight, we go more in praise. And as we praise more, he said when they were moving, the Lord is good. His message endured forever. He said the enemies turned against themselves. And they started fighting themselves. And the sons of Moab, Ammon and Mount Seir, destroyed themselves. The last man standing that should have escaped killed himself. And so when you praise, 
At one level, you break the defenses of your enemy. At another level, you cause them to begin to fight yourself. And so, they gang up against you in your office. You say, these people don't know me. You go to your room, you dance, you celebrate. When you have hit an energy level, you now begin to declare. They begin to fight themselves. They begin to destroy themselves. Until they repent, they go down for my sake. And you go back to the office the next day. You'll find out that they are keeping malice with themselves. Confusion has entered their camp. After a while, they begin to deal with themselves until the last one will run to you and begin to repent and begin to apologize. You will not be surprised. You knew it will happen. You will be surprised if it doesn't happen. Why? Because as the righteousness of God, you have the authority to change things. So when we are walking about in life, we are changing things. That's the life we are called to live. And this is what light does for you. This is why life, light confers boldness confess dominion people who don't understand it may think you are arrogant you are not arrogant you are living from the realm of god you are living from the god class where the word of the king is there is power who can say unto him what dost thou that's who you have become that's what you were made to manifest we are not here to live life we are here to reign life i wish you got me We are here to reign. We are not here to live. We came to reign. We came to reign. And finally, He made you His representative. You know, people pray and say, God, come down. Well, if He chooses to come, that's good. But He has too many representatives on earth now. When we gather together, the fullness of God is there. See, this is why we are called the body of Christ. And so, as Sister Victoria is ministering, she brings the ambience of the presence. As somebody else is teaching, he brings the ambience of the fire. As somebody else is giving announcement, he brings the ambience of the mercy. And so you discover our collective gathering becomes a full representation of God. And so we are not saying, God, if you don't come, we are finished. When we show up, God has shown up. When we gather, God is already there. And so when you know, you can no longer be defeated. See, when the praises were going on, people who have spiritual intelligence were already receiving things. You will be praising and you will discover something entered the atmosphere. It's the healing power. You will catch your healing quickly. You'll just catch it and put it in the pocket and continue praising. You are praising and you see a vision of something that happened to you. You know favor just passed. You will catch it. And you will put it in the pocket. Because our gathering is a collocation of different dimensions of God. We are his representative. See, there were dangerous things in the Bible. Tonight, I, I don't want to press too much. Jesus was speaking to the disciples. And he gathered them together. And he said to them, Whomsoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. I say, wait a minute. What are you saying? Do men have the authority to forgive sins? I thought we should be begging God to have mercy on us. I thought we should be begging God not to destroy us. So if somebody sins and you are aware of it, or he comes to you, you can tell him you are forgiven. Does that, does that make sense? When Jesus said to the man that was brought before him, your sins are forgiven you, the Pharisees began to attack him. They said only God forgives sin and they were right. The question now is who are we?
He said, Ye are God's because ye are the children of the Most High. He said, But they know not, neither will they understand. So they will fall like men and like the princes. Whomever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. He said, Lay hands on the sick, don't pray. He didn't say pray. Lay hands on the sick, they will recover. What is on your hand that you have not discovered? And so when you shake somebody, lay hands is not religiously putting hand on somebody's head. It means touch somebody. And so even when you are traveling in the bus, you just look at the person sitting next to you. You say you are lucky. Because as you are touching me, virtue is entering you. Virtue. Virtue is entering you. Now, if you have that consciousness, why will you not be afraid that you will die of the cancer? The body that touches somebody else and the person is healed, how can that body now die of sickness? And so when the doctor tells you, you have a challenge, you laugh. You laugh. And you rise up, you say, cancer, get out. You can't stay here. This body is a balm in Gilead. This is a healing balm. How can virus be in an antivirus? You know these things, you become mad with audacity. You become mad. As you are talking, you know you are not speaking English. You are speaking spirit and life. People may be hearing English, but deeper than English is what you are speaking. I was in a crusade in December in Joss, and I was talking like this. A woman that had goiter, goiter, she was already giving drugs to take for two years. Before she goes for surgery, suddenly goiter vanished. In a moment, goiter. So, what am I speaking? Is it English language or radioactive radiation? I went to Pakistan and I was talking. I now discovered I was in trouble because I couldn't preach mysteries. Who are sent to the spirit because everything I said had to be interpreted, so I had to come back to the elementary. When I was done preaching, I didn't feel anything. And while I was talking, I said, Now every affliction goes because the gospel has come. And suddenly, a woman jumped up and said, She's hearing, I didn't speak your language. What did you hear? And even if I spoke your language, you were deaf. How did you hear? That means what we are speaking is not only for hearing. Because even the deaf can hear. So what are we speaking? Because when a God is talking to you, He's not only talking for you to hear. Sometimes when He's talking, He's creating. Sometimes when He's talking, He's reprogramming. Sometimes when He's talking, He's killing. Sometimes when He's talking, He's making a life. So they can tell you that four weeks ago, we were in a place called Kobe. A young man came up. He was deaf for 30 years. His uncle slapped him and he became deaf. I was not even the one preaching. Got him aside. He is deaf. What is wrong? He said, I'm deaf on my right ear. I put my mouth and say, open. The question is, if you are not mad, why do you talk to a deaf ear? What will they hear here? That means you are not talking for it to hear. You are talking for it to open. And deaf ear popped open. A lady came to me last week. She submitted 
her application for visa since June last year. Made every effort to reach them. Nobody is talking to her. And they won't even release her passport. So all her travels shut down. And I finished from service tired. When she came, I said, your passport is released. I didn't know the embassy. I didn't even know the embassy she applied. I didn't know anybody there. Your passport is released in 24 hours. It didn't even take three days for you to say it's a coincidence. On Monday, the next day, she was called to come and pick her passport and the visa. The question is, what did you say? But when you know you represent him, talking becomes exciting to you. You will now know that your words are not careless speeches. You know that when you are talking, your utterances become the echo of God. And so even when you are talking to somebody, you know you are blessing him by talking to him. When you are talking to somebody, you know you are changing the person's story. So when somebody insults you, he doesn't qualify to hear you talk. So you will not insult him back. You will just ignore him. Because when you talk to him, you will bless him. So you will not even answer him. When somebody is in a crisis, you are careful what you say. Because what you say becomes. But all of this power is released when your consciousness becomes right. Somebody is sitting here. He is hoping and waiting that they will call his case. If I don't call your case, call it. Why, why must I call your case? What is your mouth for? Call it if I don't call it. Somebody is waiting that until he feels something. If you must feel something for God to touch you, how about those who don't have sense of feeling? Even the dead, the Bible said they can hear the voice of God. You are not yet dead and you are waiting for a feeling. Your life has changed. Your life has changed. <laughs> See, when you meditate on these truths, they will intoxicate you. And when they begin to intoxicate you and your consciousness is changing, this is what you do. When you catch it, jump up, scream, and say, Yes, Lord, I receive it. I'm reading the Bible, and I see you are the head and not the tail. I say, Yes, sir, I am the head and not the tail. And so, when I go out of my room, I no longer dress carelessly. Because I'm the head. And the head don't dress carelessly. I walk with boldness. I walk with audacity. I walk with a consciousness. Because I know. I know. I know. I know. And I accept it. And I received it. I was reading the other day. I saw. He said, you shall lay up gold as dust. I said, yes. 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 I'm a master over gold. Ask my people. We organize crusades every week. It's in millions. How can a ministry that is one year old organize crusade every week? Spending millions. The minimum we have is five million per crusade. And some of them I don't even have time to go and preach. I stroll there, talk for one night and go away. I'm asking them where's the next one. And the money is just going. 
souls coming into the kingdom things happening from the place of rest nobody kneels down to say lord please bring money touch their heart you shall lay up gold as dust and the gold of offer as the stones of the brook do you call for dust before it comes your challenge with dust is how to clean it money pursues me I decree over you now as he is so are you I must say I will never be the same I've touched your grace my life has changed I will never be the same I've touched your grace my life has changed I will never be the same I've touched your grace provisions because he wants every one of us to have dominion he didn't just make you like him for the fun he wants you to have dominion he wants everyone to have dominion it's the heritage of the saints it's the heritage of the sons of light this is why all of us can walk in dominion because you know that what doesn't happen to God can no longer happen to you. What God does is what you now can do. So, dominion becomes natural. Somebody shout!
are some of you here now that the Lord, hear this, that the Lord is bringing into the realms of power. There's an initiation. There's an initiation. God wants to make you a carrier of power. Your walls will communicate power. Everything you touch will release power. Everything you do, power will accompany it. Father, everyone you are initiating now, ushers, this is the hour. You will help me quickly. I want 24 of them now that God is touching with power by the Spirit from the left to the right, from the front to the back. Everyone receiving that power now. Take that power. begin now from the left to the right from the front to the back take that power take that power those of you in the choir stretch your hands in my direction there are some of you God is coronated now your voice is about to thunder through the nation father whoever you are anointing here now for a special move of the spirit I release that fire from their head to their toes take that fire Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. My God, there is a move in the spirit. The angels of the presence, they are ministering now. Please be sensitive. This is that moment. Parekone talabagida Zadash natekapone Baradiata paduna sandabake Berorane tatalia tunagatis Beriate patagunde Zazaza zazaza Aya aya aya
some of you are about to be clothed. We are in the last days. The love of many are waxing cold because iniquity has abound. And so there is a spirit and a grace to set men on fire. It's the revivalist dimension. There is a jacket of fire about to rest here now. Those that God will send to the nation with the Puritan dimension, the fires of revival, the flames that burn. Father, wherever they are, I come to them as one that bears that mark. And I decree now, let the fire rest upon them. Let the fire rest upon them. I comfort the revivalists. I comfort the witnesses of the last days. Take that fire now. Take that fire now. Marete, Azaria, Takabane, Zadar, Shakina, Paredakazo. Thank you, Father. As you go home, angels will go with you. You have just been invited into a circumference of a civilization. A civilization of Puritans. Are receiving gifts, gifts, gifts by the Spirit of God. Gift, gift. Take those gifts now. Take them now. a bit. I want to pray for the sick. Hear this. If you have a challenge, it's an eye condition, put your hands there. Ear condition, put your hands. If it's an organ infection, just lift your hands. Don't be troubled. Those challenges are about to go. As you put your hands there, just sustain the consciousness now that Jesus is the one laying hands. You are about to put to work what you've learned. As he is, so are you. He's extending his hands to you now through your hands. The spirits of infirmities. Now, in the name of Jesus, I command you be bound. Please be sensitive. Eye conditions be healed now. The Bible said, now faith is now. Eye conditions be healed now. Ear conditions be healed now. Everybody with irregular growths in the body, I command those growths to go now. Pains, pains in the body, bone conditions, I release the life of God now. Receive your healing now. Organ infections. You are caused to the root. I release life and power now. Kidneys, livers, 
be healed in the name of Jesus. Ah. Skin diseases. Right now in the name of Jesus, I command every blemish on the skin be washed off. Be washed off. Everybody you are standing in the gap for, I release the power of God now. There is an intervention now in the name of Jesus. Heart conditions are being healed. Heart palpitations, heart, they are being healed. Eye conditions, ear conditions, in the name of Jesus, they are going now. Just be quiet for a moment. Don't be religious. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Can you just help the sister, please? Can you just give Jesus a thunderous hallelujah now? I'm done. I'm done. But in order to make a mockery of the devil, everybody that is healed now, you are just going to jubilate and show the devil your liberty. If you have noticed the change, hear this, hear this, we have to be very quick because I'm being led to make another call. If you've noticed a change already in your body, an eye issue, ear issue, a growth, a pain, something has happened, can you just wave now? Look at that. Can you wave? Come on! Give Jesus the shout! I'm showing you something. I didn't preach about healing. But if you sustain the consciousness of who you are, healing will be a byproduct. That's how it works. As he is, that's how you become. For those of you who wave, can I see those hands one more time? Dear Lord Jesus, in one minute, in one minute, can you move out here quickly from wherever you are? Very quickly, in one minute. In one minute. Come on, clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Celebrate what Jesus has done. Daddy has been touched. Come on, come on, come on quickly. Oh, my God. 
coming. Can we just move to this side? Now, hear this. There is a special call the Lord has put in my heart. Listen, we are in the last days. Destinies are being eroded as rapid as you can imagine. Great destinies because of sin, because of fear, because of iniquity, because of oppression. But there's a liberty that was proclaimed over us tonight. Those who are healed are still coming. However, if you are here tonight and you know you are not living to the fullness of your destiny because you have no relationship with Jesus, there's a minute to make it right between you and the Lord. This is not religion. This is not religion at all. This is a call because God is looking for men now. And you may just be that man God is looking for to change Nigeria. But drugs won't let you. Tonight, the door of mercy is open. In one minute, you want to come out here. I'm rounding up now. We are closing. You want to come out, even if it's one person, I celebrate that person and receive with thanksgiving. Please come out here quickly to my left. Come quickly, come quickly. Come quickly. Clap on for Jesus, they are coming. Keep coming, keep coming. Is this how you celebrate souls? I can't take the testimonies. See what the Lord has done. Can you clap hands for Jesus? Thank you for listening to this message. To find out more about the Household of David, visit our website www.householdofdavid.org. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Mixlr. Or join us for one of our services at Praise Sanctuary, number 7 Surulere Industrial Road off Adeni Jones, Ikeja, Lagos. God bless you.